Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Show. Um, you know, like I said, I, so many interesting people in the world. Sometimes I, it might take a year to get to you. Sometimes it might take four years to get to you. Sometimes it might take three. Sometimes it can take one day. That's the beauty of um, my show. But I hope it teaches people that if I don't get back in touch with you, that you've got to figure it out until I truly do. Also, I want to make a quick announcement before I start the show. Um, get your Who Raised You hoodies, ladies and gentlemen. Just go to my website and go um, to the website in my Instagram and in my bio and hit the link. We want to shout out MH Exclusive Designs, the, the house of goatness. To be the greatest of all times is not easy. You have to sacrifice to be successful. It's the home of Tag, the producer who made it. Um, Greek dip, Twisted Genius, and Ear Snatcher, and now it's the home of Who Raised You. You heard it from me first, T.K. Kirkland has teamed up with Goatness to laugh, to the um, to launch the official Who Raised You collection. So um, get them the hoodies. is going fast. I want to thank everybody for their support and love um, with the Who Raised You. got all colors. Um, we'll be dropping more teas this summer, you know. I do it just like the season. So hoodies for the fall, teas for the summer, and then we start shooting for the um, the new version of the Uber AC hoodies next year. So when I read your um, DM, my question to you, what have you done to better the situation when you sent me that? I just want to see what 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 you have accomplished. Well, since I had talked to you or DM'd you at the time, I was taking a real estate course. Um, long story short, I listened to the Breakfast Club. A guy named Mark Whitten was talking about wholesaling. And to answer your question, I guess I started like a LLC. Mm-hmm. I'm an LLC last Valentine's Day, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I got that accomplished. Um, basically, what I'm trying to do is flip houses. So I rode around, got a list of houses. Um, I also got this app called Deal Machine, which allows me to get in contact with homeowners. So I have started calling homeowners. I'll admit I haven't been extremely disciplined, but just to answer your question, those are the steps I've been taking since the last time I contacted you. All right, so let me tell you what you missed out on. It's not too late. If you started your LLC a year ago, you are entitled to an SBA loan from the government. An SBA loan? A SBA. They, like they're giving out anywhere from two to $100,000, and you got 40 years to pay it back. Let me so write that they, down real quick. Yeah. Um, who do you bank with? I have Citizens Bank. Okay, so on your app, mm-hmm. too, there's online, there's, there could be a loan application to help you fill out your information. And because uh, everybody took a loss this year. Yes. And you're able to put all the information on there and be considered for a loan. What's so cool about it, they'll probably give you a year before you start making payments. So you want to take advantage of that because a lot of people don't have an LLC. So a lot of people got left out in the cold. Okay. Yeah, so definitely. I'll send you some links, too, when we get done. I'll send you links that you can read up on and all that. So we'll see if we can put some money in your pocket. Okay. Now, would this loan be like, because I've never done anything like this, so would this be as, like, money I could probably reinvest in or like what would be yeah, the I mean, let's say they give you forty thousand. You got forty years to pay it back. Okay. You can do whatever you want to do with the money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I have so to make sure I pay it back. Yeah, I mean, you ain't got to. You ain't never got to pay nothing back, but you're gonna suffer the consequences. The goal is, if you get an SBA loan and you pay it back, you got two years to ask for more money. Okay. 
team. So you could start out that way and then um, follow the, the instructions on the loan application and do it again. Okay, this thank is why, you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, oh, definitely, my man, definitely. So why couldn't you continue following up on the real estate thing? What, what, like, what, what, was, what was distracting you? Well, just to be real with myself, just changing my mindset and having faith and just quitting some habits. Um, just rip, just that's really it. So what happens? Oh, that's important. What habits you have? Because that habits are especially dependent on what kind of habits. Habits can set you back. Yeah, you're right. So Um, what kind of habits you have? Um, well, just like as far as like being nervous, calling people, probably getting scared to call people. What are you nervous about? Oh, say it again. What the fuck you nervous about? Well, you I'm getting like money? <laughs> nah, nah, it's not that. I'm getting better, definitely getting better at talking to people, but it's just really wanting it for myself, just to be completely honest, like. Not being scared of the hard work and it not coming right away. You just got to stay at it. Yeah, you got to stay at it, fam. Sometimes it can take a month. Some people get lucky, shit, and do amazing shit in a month. Some people, a year. Some people, five, ten years. Some people, a lifetime. But that's the beauty of life because. I've learned in my life, I've seen people get it early. And that was good for them. And I've seen some flaws in them. You know, I think some things that I see their lives could have been better. Um, and then it's people who have to work harder than the next person to achieve. And sometimes you have more talent than that person, but that person made it before you. Um, sometimes people are... Uh, um, don't know how to talk or lack confidence, but have all the knowledge in their hand because they um, don't like the word failure because it was raised, or it may not even be how you raised, could just be in your DNA, your genetic makeup. Yeah. So these type of things. So they got a lot of things for that. You know, they got stuff that you can watch on YouTube, yo, that can help you with your motivation. Because that means you don't get pussy a lot too. You that shy. I ain't gonna lie to you. I I, I don't. Um, yeah, you're shy. Yeah, because you could be. I don't know your look. I don't know more. You could be a very handsome guy, but if you don't know how to uh, have a conversation with a woman or just hey, hello, how are you? And it started from there. Um, you're not gonna get it. So let's say you are quiet and that you never change. So now you got to get your money up because now you got to buy pussy. <laughs> nah, I, I ain't trying so, to buy pussy. But listen to me. There's nothing wrong with buying pussy if you're shy because you can pay for it. That person knows what they're coming in to do. Yeah. You pay them and they leave. <laughs> yeah, nah, you're right. You know, I'm, I'm, listen to me. If I wasn't, if I wasn't so smooth, that's right. I would have pay and then bye. See you later. I got to get back on on this grind. But I just and it happened. I just have the ability to just um, have some fly shit come out of my mouth. That's funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you right. I think with me too, cause and you definitely right, cause like I said, I do have other habits I could get rid of. Even like smoking weed, I do smoke weed, and I know that's a habit I could get rid of. But How even much- that. How about you think you spend a week on week? A week on week, I'll probably get a half a week, so like 120. Okay, a week. So that's almost 420 times 4 is what? Yeah, 420 times 4. You said 120? Yeah, 120. So it's probably like 480 a month probably. That's a car note. Nice car. So you're smoking weed. It's a high... Oh no, I'm I'm just a stereotype. How's your credit? My credit is 
spare because right now I'm actually in the process of getting another car because the car I've had, long story short, has been having a lot of problems electrically, and I had um, looked at this other um, car, this other Honda. And okay. So that's where I'm at. It's about six, I think six seventy five. The last time I checked. Okay, that's not bad. You get a house with six seventy five. Yeah, because I was actually credit score, yo. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I'm aware because um I was actually making payments on this car, but I got in a car accident um two years ago, so that's why the previous car that I just had I had got that instead, but. I'm having problems with that, so and I'm I'm my only reliable source of transportation, so that's probably the next move I'm going to try to make on Monday because I already test drove this car. Okay, cool. All right. Okay, now my other question: What kind of work you do now? Right now, I'm part time at both Wegmans and FedEx right now. Okay. All right. So good jobs that can lead to full time. Yeah, because I already let um because I don't like working at FedEx um so I would let that. Um, my management at Wegmans know that I'm probably looking to pursue full time there. I don't now, what, like now, what, now, what don't you like about FedEx? Well, what I don't like is, well, I really don't get along with my manager there. I, I work; it's not like I'm a slacking worker or anything. It's just, um, just the environment there, the vibe there. There's a lot of different things. I used to drive, but I got into it with, um, I long story short, I used to drive to this, um place called Cooper Vision to get um contact lenses and I got into it on some on just petty shit with this guy there and they didn't want me back. But right. the position, but the position that I had wasn't just a driver. So what I do now is when I get off of work, like sometimes I work eight to four and I might get off and go to FedEx at six to like eight thirty just for a couple of hours and off road trucks. But just to answer your question, I don't like it there because just the vibe there. Um, I don't get along with my manager. It's not even if I wanted to really move up. I think it's kind of harder there because they do like seniority and things like that. And plus, I've been at Wegmans longer, so I think looking right now might be a better opportunity for me. Okay. Now, hey, have you ever tried to apply for um to Amazon? Um, I think I did, like, because I'm in Rochester, so I think when they first got here, I applied, but this was, like, a couple years ago. Yeah, you should try to to get them, too, because a lot of people don't know Amazon pays for their employees to go to college. They pay 95% of it, and you can take any kind of classes that you want. I got the link for that, too, so I'll send you that as well. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that as well. Yeah, I'll send you that link, too. So I'm sending you the SBA loan link, um, that stuff that you need to um, to try to get the loan. You got a bank account. Everything everything is good. And you and, and you have in Rochester, too. So I like Rochester. Rochester is um, quiet. I stay at that. Um, it's, like, it's, a, it's like way up in the suburbs, but it's nice. It's this Renaissance Hotel. But it looks like okay. a house. And I wish the COVID wasn't going down. Like, I, I've been following you a couple of years. Like, I wish you was able to come in town. I would definitely want to come see you, but I appreciate what you do for real for me. Uh, thank you, fam. Yeah, I um, I take pride in talking to you guys. I take pride in um, knowing that a lot of people listen to me because I speak from the heart. Like, I don't sugarcoat shit. I tell the truth, like, like, I just dropped a new Vlad TV uh, interview. Mm-hmm. I try not to read the comments, I, I, but I like this this episode of um, Vlad. It was interesting. And we talked about the election. And for the people who hear this, I want y'all, if you get a chance, I want y'all to go in the comments one day. Because I told Vlad off air that the people that listen to Vlad and write the comments I think have a low IQ or a low education level, or they just get on there and talk crazy shit. And I'd be really trying to deliver a message. And I talked about the racism of Biden mm-hmm. in the seventies. I've seen the interviews of him. You know, I saw the, I've seen the interviews of Biden and the things that he said. But what people have a tendency to do. They won't forgive people about their past, but if they're in trouble, 
they want people to forgive them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They want yes. people. They want people to forgive them. And what I wanted to share that I didn't share on that episode, I was talking about Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou, the poet, was a prostitute when she was 20 years old. Okay. If she would have died at 20, that's what she'd have been known for as a prostitute. But she grew from that and became a poet that she's known for, legendary poet. Malcolm X was a pimp, a thief, and part of a gang, if I'm not mistaken. And Malcolm X would have died when he was young. That's what he'd have been known as, as that type of person. But Malcolm X grew from that and became Malcolm X. So people um, sometimes don't have what I call common sense. So they don't read to comprehend. They read to just respond. Mm. And people have to stop that. Then I also talked about um, Kamala Harris. And in the black community, they talk about how she locked up a lot of blacks when she was senator of California. And I said they got caught. Mm. My point is, if you got caught, they're going to get you. Yeah. And I want people to understand it's not a game. They're not, you, they're not supposed to catch you, look you in the eye, and say, hey, you're a brother. We're not going to lock you up. So we're going to send you right back out there so your ass can do it again. They lock you up to make sure you don't come back when you get out. They make the jail conditions bad so that when you finally get your freedom, you truly appreciate life. You you appreciate being motivated to win at life so your ass don't go back to prison. So when I saw that, I was like, well, I can't believe that people will argue about something positive. But that's what makes the world, that's what makes the universe the way it is. And I accept it, but I have to, I chose like this, if I get a chance to mention it, I want people to hear me actually follow the Blast TV interviews and hear um, my other wisdom, other than just being on the T.K. Kirkland podcast, so that people could see a different side of um, the things that I say. And and get, so t- taking that and getting back to you is this is why it's so important to um, try as you move forward in life to better yourself. Next year, I say you smoke weed four times a month. Yeah. Do that. So next year, hey, let's start joining it down to maybe three, maybe two. Yeah. Because you have a vice. There's nothing wrong with smoking weed. It's a it's a everybody does it in a sense. I don't smoke weed. I smoke maybe once every fucking three years, I think. Okay. But um Try to eliminate vices. Right. That's what you can do. And then take those two weeks that you're not spending on weed, and that's what you want to start saving. And then every year, you add on another week of the week that you don't buy weed, and you start stacking your paper. Yeah, you you're right. The, one of the greatest things I'm going to teach you is that I don't never want you to get old and be broke in this world. Yeah, bro, I really don't want to be in that situation. Like, I'm 26 now, and I'm starting to think long-term, and there you definitely got to get out, get my own place and stuff yeah, like see, that. But, see, but see, you're only 26. That's not bad. See, a youngster, see, 
everybody thinks that they should be balling at 26. You put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. You know? Uh, I definitely appreciate you for that because you make, you be talking to like a lot of people and you, I know you're such an OG. You make them seem so young, bro. So, like, I be forgetting, like, yeah, I, I am 26, but that's yeah, crazy. You yeah, you don't put pressure on yourself. You, you, you create a plan, and then you follow the plan, and the plan will get you what you want if you follow the plan and stick to it and have discipline. Now, here's the thing about plans. It never really works out exactly the way you want. So even when you have a setback, even when you have something that throws you off, the goal is to get back on the plan. So I tell youngsters, um, have sex, have fun, but don't get nobody pregnant. And ladies shouldn't want to be pregnant in their 20s. The 20s are your year to explore life, your 20s. Right. You're supposed to fuck. You're supposed to, like you say, you're smoking. That's cool. But now as you get older, you start saying to yourself, my plan is I'm going to dwindle down this weed shit because I don't want it to hold me back. And I don't want to get a good job one day. And because I, was, I got a habit of smoking weed, they drug test me one day and I fuck up my future. Yeah, you're right. But one day, you, one day you're going to be old. One day you will be my age. And you don't want things to mess your life up like a lot of people who don't see that far are going to be doomed. Because no one's taking the time to tell them to come up with a plan. No one's taking the time to tell them, stop smoking weed, stop drinking, stop having children. You got young men having two to three children and before they're 30. Because the right. easiest thing out here to get in the world is pussy. Yeah. I, I, I want to ask you some some things, too. Because uh-huh. like, I am shy. And like, what you, what's some game you could give me as far as, like, with the women and stuff? Because, like, with me, I'm not as shy as I used to be. I'm working on not being as timid as much. But I can't front a lot of times I don't really pursue anybody. It's because of, like, my living situation and stuff like that. I really don't talk about it with my friends like that, but just as like an OG or like a man, like what's yeah, your like take on that? Because you're gonna have your own place, right? Yeah, not even that. Just just the way it is now. Cause like we had like in my post, like I said, we was living at my grandma's house, and I had space there. Like I don't fuck a few bitches there. Right. The house was kind of messed up. Like here, it's a nicer place, but like my mom's room is like right there and stuff like that. And it's like, like I said, a lot of times I don't really be pursuing anybody just because, like, just my situation and stuff like that. Hmm. You know they got things called hotels, right? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen yeah. them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they got they got curtains, got beds. Same money you spend on weed, you could take a girl to a hotel. When I was right. 17, 18, they used to have these hotel rooms on Tunnelly Avenue. And you can go in there and fuck for two hours, like think fifty, seventy five dollars. And I was right. fucking my whole life during that, putting bitches to sleep. But when that time was up, bitch, we gotta get up, we gotta go, because I have the money to spend the weekend or the whole day. That's true. You know, so I remember them days. And see, the thing about being shy, I'm tell you a story. I had a friend. And I love him to death. Michael Pullins is his name, Pasadena, California. And Michael mm-hmm. Pullins was a shy guy. And he was in love with this one woman. And I used to try to teach Michael Pullins to be a player. Like, you know, take this person, that's their person. Nah, but he was in love with this one girl. So the female wound up going to San Diego University. And Mike loved it. Mike would drive down and see it. He was, as a matter of fact, Mike turned out to be a triple jumper at Cal State Northridge, and he wound up being a coach at um, USC. So Michael Pullins dated this girl down in San Diego, and the girl started cheating on him. Mm. He loved her, yo. 
<laughs> he, he loved, I said he loved this girl he loved, to the point that he stalked her. Oh, shit, damn. And she wound up getting him arrested because she was seeing another guy. And that hurt my feelings for him because I saw it coming. Mm. Because we were in our 20s. It's very seldom you find two people who are going to be loyal to each other their whole life in their 20s, especially when you are supposed to explore. Mm-hmm. So, and then the other thing about dating, sometimes it's really hard to put your life in somebody else's hands and expect them to love and treat you good your whole life. And then one day you wake up, somebody wants a divorce or somebody wants to cheat on you, right? So now you're devastated. It could fuck up your life. Nah, that's a fact. I mean, I kind of, I was messing with this girl a couple of years ago. It wasn't nothing serious, but, like, just that whole point you're making, like, they could just switch up on you. It kind of taught me that, too, so. hmm Yeah, I learned not to take it serious and be in my feelings like that. Yeah, and the thing is, that's life, you know. When you date, you roll the dice. You do the best you can. You hope the person is receptive to how you feel, and you're both on the same page. You both want the same thing out of life. And hopefully it can work out. But there's so many levels to dating, you know. So yeah, that's many- why I want my friend to talk to you because, like, I'm, I learned a lot from his situation. And even in my other friend's situation, it's just putting your life in, like, a woman's hands and stuff. And just because I always remember the first quote you I ever heard from you. You shouldn't be fucking unless you had 25000 in mm-hmm. a bank account. Mm-hmm. That always stood out for me, so... Yeah, and I want people to understand that a lot of people can't make 25000 So what I want to tell people is try to have a bag before you move in with someone. Here's the reason why. And you want that person to have a bag, too, if you can. People move in together, love each other, and things happen. But you want to have money that if it doesn't work out, you can make the transition and get another place and move on with your life. Instead of falling in love, ain't nobody got no money. You're fucking, mm-hmm. you find out you really don't like each other, so you got to move back with your parents or moving with a friend. Um, or, in some cases, people stay together and they're miserable mm-hmm. because they need each other to pay the bills. She can't go back because she don't have nobody. He can't go back because he don't have nobody. But you don't like each other. So sometimes people sleep in different rooms. Sometimes it gets so cold that motherfuckers start bringing their girlfriends to the house or their boyfriends to the house knowing that that roommate now used to be, y'all used to be in a relationship. Cold. Exactly. And all these Cold. things can damage you. All these things I'm saying can mess you up if you're not strong. It can mess you up as far as being depressed, not going to work, or killing someone. Oh, nah. Like I said, I had a little situation. I was feeling sad, and that's, I told myself that's the last time I'm going to ever be sad over a female or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But you're young, and you learn from it. You learn from the mistake, but the thing is, the next person can do it too, or you can do it to a person, right? Yeah. That's the thing about life. Whew. This motherfucker, something else, boy. Life can yeah. catch that ass, and then you, you, we, you guys are dealing with that. Then we have these this crisis in the world of COVID and people just fucking dying. Hank Aaron. Um, the reporter uh, who passed away um, last night. You heard about Larry King? Yeah, Larry King. That's what I'm talking about. Larry King dies. And and not and not even mention all the other names we don't even know. These are just high-profile uh, people. Mm-hmm. And um, you just got to be, man, you just got to, yeah. in this world, we truly have to be tough. 
because um, it's, 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 it's crazy, yo. It's crazy. Every day is definitely a blessing. Yeah, every day is a blessing. And, whew, you know, I can't save the world, but I can give people the blueprint. I definitely appreciate the game. I'm yeah. taking it every word you're saying right now because, like I said, like, just speaking on for a lot of people, like, people don't have a lot of people in their corner, especially as men. So I really do appreciate, like, type of wisdom that you give and offer because I really appreciate it, bro, for real, for real. Right. And, and, and I want young men and women to know, too, just because you don't have a parent or you never met your dad don't mean you got to go do the wrong thing. You always remember, always respect your father or your mother, even if you never met them or they walked out on you because your mother and your father gave you something nobody else can give you, and they gave you the gift of life. Now, since you got the gift of life, the goal is to take off and run, like take off and make something of yourself. The last time I checked, ain't no do-overs. Ain't no coming back. And you want to enjoy this life as much as you can. But what people do is they they put themselves in binds. Like when I, I talk to you guys and I hear stories and I read, and I'm like, why do, why do people put themselves in a bind? What makes them wake up in the morning and want to hurt themselves? Like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you wake up and want to hurt you by the choices that you make. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this. I'm going to do this with this female. I'm going to do this. And and I don't get it. And that's the mind of the people. They do things to hurt themselves. And yeah. that's crazy to me. That's It's insane, literally, to hurt yourself. I don't a lot of people don't know themselves too. Right. Yeah. Right. But I, that's why this this so you always be able to come back after this comes out on Monday for the rest of your life and listen to this episode and hear this conversation. <laughs> Twenty years from now, I could be gone. But you'll always be able to go back to the TK Kirkland podcast, listen to this particular episode and hear how you've grown as a man, or listen to it every day in your house and just hear yourself and hear this conversation every day for the rest of your life to help motivate you, to help you say, okay, this episode right here helps me. I'm I'm listening to um, TK talk to me, and you can use this Hmm. now. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm really proud to be on TK Kirkman podcast. That's crazy. Right, and you can listen to it for the rest of your life. And you can use this to measure your growth as a man. And that's yeah. some fly shit. And like I said, your situation is not bad. You live with your mom. Okay, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but it's like you got my aunt living here, her daughter living here too. It's okay. The goal is you got to grind harder. Okay. You know, yeah. I was talking about my cousin, me and my cousin. Matter of fact, my cousin owed me a lot of money, and he's been owing me a lot of money for four years. But he respects me so much that I know we talked about it. He's going to start giving it to me in like three months, and we just so solid. And even though I know he got it, he this this episode, I I know he got it, but I don't sweat him. Yeah, I don't argue with him because he, he, I know he's good for it, and I know he's out in the world doing what he needs to do. And it ain't no change now. We talk about like seventeen, twenty bands. And um, I know that he'll take care of it, but he always said you got to grind harder. So I always tell people that if something that you want, you got to grind harder. Hey, I have one like one quick question for you because mm-hmm. um, I do have aspirations to own my own business. Like, mm-hmm. I do want to be just independent, obviously financially. But I was going to say, what's your, what's the best way to start a brand? Well, see, a brand, a brand, a brand, a brand is a start. Like, you could just say, hi, bitch. 
that could be a brand. High bitch, right? Watch them playing. High bitch could be a brand. You start a brand by just mentioning it, putting it on a T-shirt, putting it on a hat, and you take it from there. Like my um, company who raised you, you know, mm-hmm. I sell hoodies and T-shirts, but the way I think is going to be bigger than that. I can't, I can't say it on this show because I'm the kind of guy I keep things close to my heart until I actually execute. But I got big plans for who raised you. So you, to come up with a brand, you got to find something that you think that you like, the name or whatever, or whatever it is. It could be a boot. If you like that motherfucking boot, you know, you start taking pictures of it, and you start telling people about, I got this boot, and um, one day at a time. So this boot is not that popular maybe the first month, the first six months, the first year. But boom, it puts in time. Here's what I mean. When Coca-Cola came out the first time, that first year, I think they sold maybe five bottles. Wow. Look at okay. Coca-Cola now. Louis Vuitton started years ago. Hold on a second. Alexa, what year did Louis Vuitton brand start? 1854. 1854. Mm. I didn't even know that. See? 1854, that, that, the person who invented that is dead and gone. Hmm. But it's a brand. And what people don't get is it takes time. Like Nip said, it's a marathon. Like Nip said, it's a marathon. It takes time. Okay. See, I came yeah, up with that. You really worked hard your whole life, and you became a millionaire around your 60s. That's how it was when I was growing up. But the game changed, right? You got basketball players who make millions. You got the rappers. And all of them are not making that kind of money like um, Drake or like somebody's like a little baby. They're not making that kind of money. Yeah. But it looked like they balling. They got the videos. They got the diamonds. They, you see them with the holes and you know, that shit look good, but it's really damaging the black community because the rappers and weed has destroyed a lot of athletes. People who could have been great ball players or track stars because of rap, they wanted to become a rapper and never made it. Because of weed, it messed up their health and they can't run. So all these things was a distraction to get you off what your true destiny was supposed to be, but no one has taken the time to teach. Yeah. That's that's true. That's true. And you gotta want you gotta want to win that life. You gotta want it. You gotta want it. Yeah, that's where I'm at, just that whole belief in just really wanting it. If you wanna get it, go get it. Yeah, and like I said, you got two jobs. See, I really feel you shouldn't quit the job that you don't like because you're only there for a couple of hours. It's not like you're working there 40 hours a week. Yeah, that's why I've been there still. Like, I ain't tripping too much. It's just I don't see me there in the future, like, long term. Yeah, you're 26 and the fucking manager could die. <laughs> nah, I, I mean, I don't fuck with him, but I ain't gonna wish that. And he no, no, listen to what I'm saying about life. <laughs> he, he could die or he can get fired. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's he true. Six. Yeah. So let's say Nessie and the motherfucker die. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, now, just... That motherfucker out the way. Yeah, you wild, bro. Yeah, you right. I'm listening though. You know, like oh shit, he died. You feel sorry, but like, ooh, that nigga was a problem. Oh, damn, that motherfucker's going. Yeah, that shit crazy. Yeah, you right though. <laughs> oh my god, he died. I'm sorry to hear that. But as he comes inside, you like, woo, man. <laughs> I mean, that nigga was right again. I mean, hey, what God got a plan for you, I can't argue. <laughs> yeah, like, yo, come on, yo, don't give up. Like, fuck the nigga mad at you or don't like you. 
Fuck that nigga. Your goal is to get a check. You ain't trying to be nobody's friend. Yeah, that's a fact. I tell myself that every time I go to work, I'm here to do what I got to do and be out. Yeah. Life's not perfect. Sometimes you got to do what you're doing and work with people that you don't like. Yeah. You got to get that motherfucking check. You ain't, you ain't got your own business yet. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm you can't say yet. fuck you, motherfucker, and then don't go to work. You got your own business. You do whatever you want to do, but you ain't got your own business. So you you fall under a different set of rules. You got to play the game. But you're not homeless. Nah, there might yeah, be a lot I'm... of people in the house with you and your mom and your aunt, but you're not homeless. You're not, in the, you're not under a bridge with a mattress. Yeah, I'm, I'm truly thankful for that. Even though I don't like my situation like that. Yeah, out there with a lot of blankets, you got your mom, yo. And I'm quite sure you put food on the table. You can eat. It may not be the condition that you want. It may not be the condition that you want. But it's a start. So you can look back at this and, wow, and tell a story one day. that yeah, I used to live with my mom and all this kind of shit now. You know, I got my own home. I got this going for me. I got that going for me. And this is the type of stuff that you're going through that builds character. Right. And it keeps you humble. Yeah. I'm in the fuck out of me now. Yeah. And when you see a woman, say hello to her. Hey, how are you doing? Especially you see her all the time. So I'll give you some game on how to meet a female. So you see someone that you like, you know, all you got to do is just say hello. Hello, how are you? You having a good day? And that's it. See her again. Hello, you have a good day. See you again, hello. And then you start, hey, what you doing? Um, they start having a stack of little conversation. Now, sometimes they might say, I'm not interested because I don't know your look. You could be short and missing a kneecap. I don't know. But, nah, nah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. So let's say that the person's not interested doesn't mean she's not. she doesn't like you. She just got other plans and she could be focused. So you got to be able to understand that and not get just saw a news article. I saw um, something on the news on Instagram where this girl, we went to go buy some wine. These guys wanted to, this guy wanted to buy and She said no. And he was with some other dudes and they jumped the girl because she didn't want to give him the phone number. They jumped her. Nah, I was doing too much. <laughs> doing too much. Nigga, who the fuck beat somebody up because they don't want you? A lot of niggas emotional, bro. For real, for real. That's, I mean, all I thought about, they motherfuckers did that to my daughters. I'll be in the neighborhood. Give me knock everybody the fuck off. It ain't like how it was back in the day, bro. A lot of, we, a lot of dudes in their feelings. Yeah, this is crazy. You don't beat a female up. Cause she don't want to give you her number, and she and the girl wasn't even disrespectful. She was polite. She said no, thank you, and they jumped her. I swear to God. Wow, man, out here. So mm. those are things that you do. You know, you keep your room clean, wash your clothes, keep your balls fresh, because you never know you might get some head out of nowhere, and you're always going to keep your dick fresh. You know, you dress in the morning, you put a little, always have a little cologne on, always going to smell good, keep Carmex on your lips, um, try not to smoke all the time that people could smell it. Yeah. You know, because it's looked down on sometimes. When you smell like weed and people smell it, they they they, they judge you before they know you. Yeah, I've definitely noticed that. Too. Yeah, so because you young kids are smoking, think people can't smell it, and think you can smoke all the time, and it don't work that way. Smoking weed got to be like a recreational thing. Got to be when you know you're not going around people. You know you're not going around people that going to judge you. Yeah. You know that's what you got to do. You don't do things to hurt yourself. 
want you to remember that. Don't do nothing that's going to hurt you. Got it. Keep working hard. Like, like I said, start winging off the weed. Yeah, you're right. I can't even argue against you. You know, start winging off the weed so you can better. Like I said, you're 26. Woo, that's a good hand. Yeah. That's a good hand. That's a good hand, yo, to be 26. Nah, it's definitely a blessing. A few people I knew passed away around my age and stuff, so I can't mm-hmm. complain about that. Yeah, you you a young man. I, ooh, ooh, that's a good hand to have. And what you do is you just, just keep focusing Keep listening to this episode. When you think you're down and out, you know, just keep listening to this episode and just know you can win. Just keep listening to this episode and know that you can make it happen. Keep listening to this episode and know that nothing is going to be able to um, stop you, yo. You got to remember that. Everybody also listening, ladies and gentlemen, again, um, don't forget to get your Who Raised You hoodie. Um, just go to the website and my Instagram and and uh, in my bio, hit the link and um, put people up on game. February 3rd, West Palm Beach, ladies and gentlemen, West Palm Beach. Um, if you haven't been up there in a while, so it's going to be a great, situation everybody uh in west palm beach um at the improv me and a young lady named um mimi mimi simpson mimi simpson is the host and she's promoting the show at the west palm beach improv um entitled your favorite comedian's favorite comedian comedy series go to the website for tickets at www palmbeachimprov.com on uh, February 3rd at 8 p.m. Um, make sure you get your tickets and February 6th in Tampa, Florida. Make sure that you check out the Mike Epps show um, in Tampa on February 6th. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Um, February 6th and just show up to the show and I think you're going to be delighted the people who you see on this show you know this is so this is for my fans you're gonna keep it to yourself because you are going to be like you're gonna be like whoa I kind of knew what you're gonna say but I didn't know you're gonna say I kind of know but I didn't know I'm not sure I kind of knew, but yo, I knew that motherfucker. God damn it, a nigga here. And um, that's what we want for people. Let me see if I can find this thing real quick. And I think I'll call your friend um, another time. I want this to really be about you. Yeah, um, no doubt. I'm going to let him know that um, I'm going to give him yeah, the number because he's not even tomorrow. recognized. Yeah, I'll probably hit him tomorrow, the week after. But um, this is going to be February 6th in Tampa, Florida. Um, Courtney Wayne, Michael Blackston, Carlos Miller with a special surprise guest. So make sure that um, you check this show out. It's going to be off the chain. If you know like I know. <laughs> oh, gee. Is gonna be off the chain, you know. The, a true star gonna be on that motherfucker. Yeah. And after you see all these comedians, you're gonna say, "Whoa!" And that's what it's all about, you know. So we got the Who Raised Your Hoodies at on the TK Kirkland, TK underscore Kirkland is the Instagram. We know about the um, the goatness uh, information on. Your hoodies, um, on T-shirts, and uh, me teaming up with them. And then, oh, okay, something else just came through, too. Uh, If you're in Chicago, the deal just came through today. Um, 
We are going to be in Chicago for Valentine's weekend, ladies and gentlemen, now at, at Riddle's Comedy Club. That's going to be off the chain. Um, to my fans, Arizona's on deck. Um, Texas, again, is on deck. Um, the U.K. is on deck. Doing London. Um, getting ready for that as soon as they open up. We've, we've been in negotiations for a few months. Um, and I'm excited about the U.K. All I'm trying to do now is wear my mask, um, do my sit-ups, eat right, I love my children, um, and just do everything I can to not be on CNN News as a statistic. That's how I'm living. I'm trying not to be a statistic. Because this, this, this COVID thing is insane. This COVID thing is insane. What do you think about the people with... Um, that believe that, that that attacked the Capitol building. Like, what what's, what's crossed your mind when you saw that? I'm just curious. Mm, I mean, I think I was just in shock. Honestly, like the fact that they even got to that point it was it just tripped me out how just people really want to follow like somebody who got such negative beliefs, but he don't really I, do shit for them. Isn't that something, yo? Yeah, because I'm not about to hate you if you, I guess, like Trump or nothing, but at the same time, it's kind of like I'm not going to mess with you like that either, but just to answer your question, I just thought it was just me in different times, but I ain't see that shit coming. I And here's the other great thing. Say you got this leader, you and what they did, they believed in that man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To the point that even when he said put Clorox in your veins, some people did it. Even when he said let's walk down to the Capitol building, I'm going to be with you. You go in there, risk your life. People have died. Yeah. And this man got on the plane the other day, and you're never going to hear from him again. He just disappeared. So your whole life right now, the charges that they're going to bring on you, has messed up your life. Now, what they're not doing, because they're white, everybody there should be charged with murder. Donald Trump should be charged with murder. Because of that lady that died there? Five people died. Oh, I didn't even know it was more than on one person, honestly. Yeah, five people died. What I'm saying to you, if that had been a black mob that broke into the Capitol building and five people died, and that was Obama, Obama would be charged with murder, and everybody walked in that building would be charged with murder, and then your attorney would have to fight to prove otherwise. Now, they would get half of everybody because guess what? A lot of people don't have money to fight with an attorney. Mm. So you get a public defender, and you know how they do. So now your life is fucked up, and that's definitely a double standard. I put money on it. If Obama would have did that shit, they'd charge Obama with murder. But no one is saying Donald Trump should be charged with murder. They're just saying that he incited a riot, and they want to impeach him for that. But he should be brought up on charges of murder. He should be charged with everything that he caused from that um, the Capitol building all the way back to strong arming different leaders of different countries holding their money. Mm-hmm. And the, and it's so crazy to hear the Republicans, the excuses that they make to, to pacify him. Like, yeah. I don't get it. I, like, I don't get it. Like, I'm like, where the fuck is the common sense? Yeah, what's your thought, thoughts on, like, racism and stuff like that? Because you are, like, older, and I'm 26, and I'll admit, like, for me, this is the most that I ever really thought about racism or just been more aware of how things are. Like, has it always been like this? And it will always be like this. See, 
people, you hear people say, oh, it can change. See, racism is something that you're never going to change. Racism will be here after we're dead and gone, right? Yeah. The facts and life is that we'll never, every, just, people just can't get along. You walk past white people all the time, you don't know if they like you or dislike you, right? Yeah. Well, watch what I'm about to say. But if we if we pushed in this universe, respect each other more, we could get along. Yeah. Because you can't make somebody like you. Like, oh, you white, I'm black. You should like me. No. But I can respect you. I can respect you to get along with you. I respect. I don't got to like you, but I respect you. And and that's what they should push in the world. Because you have jealousy. I have jealousy. You hate people. I hate some people. You dislike certain things. I dislike. We all do. If you're human and you're pumping and your heart is beating, you have these emotions. And like I've been saying for years, people have to learn to control their emotions from jealous-ass niggas to jealous-ass bitches to rappers killing each other over dumb shit to car rage. People in the car get out the car with their sticks and fighting and beating people up and killing them for nothing. When you could just slow down, let the person drive ahead of you, like it ain't worth it, just go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not even in the mood. But people arguing over, like even Popeye sandwiches, how the motherfucking people died over a fucking Popeye sandwich. Yeah. Like, like I was going to ask you, too, like, mm-hmm. what you think as, like, far as a black culture, like, what's your thoughts on, like, why we can't get together and, like, just, I guess, do, like, other communities, too? Like, what's your thoughts on that? Like, what we need to do as, like, a a culture of black people. Um, we could we could pretend and lie to each other. I don't ever see it coming together. So the goal is take care of your family. When you have your family, teach them to know it's all about family, to love each other, depend on each other. And every now and then you might get an outsider that's respectful and want to do for you because human nature is a motherfucker, Joe. Human nature, you know, um, you have people that you think that you can work with and they turn out and surprise you. Yeah. Life is, life is, man, because you just don't know. And then everybody in the black community, whites too, Spanish too, you know, Spanish, stick to, Spanish people stick together really good. I like the way they move. Um, it's just in their DNA. African-Americans, we make everybody else rich. Right? Yeah. We make the beauty supplies rich because our women want to get their hair done like white people with the perms and the wigs. They want to have their hair down their back. And, you know, ladies look good, but it's a billion-dollar industry over hair. Right. See, when I was growing up, girls just permed their hair and curled it and had a natural look. Mm-hmm. They sit all the way down their back and nails done. Uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with getting your nails done. You got the fake titties, the fake ass. But mm-hmm. what people are not working on is their character as a woman. What women are not working on is, okay, you, you got titties, you got ass, but do you have a job? Do you have a good job? You got titties and ass, you're going to spend 10 20 you got somebody to give you this money. But do you have a nice apartment? Do you have a nice house? Do you have a decent car? Right. So the priorities are all wrong. And then what we haven't seen yet is how the women are going to look in 30 years when they face is old. Or you don't have enough money to keep your body right, but you got the fake titties, the fake ass. But you didn't work on your character as a person. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want a woman to cook and clean, you know. You ain't a slave. You ain't a, you ain't a maid at a hotel to keep the house cooked clean. But 
can you do those things and can people work together? You know, men should know how to clean too. Men should know how to, you know, mop and cook and wash clothes. You know, that's why I always say men should live on their own before they get in a relationship and get married and have a woman move in with them. Because if you don't have these important things, if you don't know how to do these important things, when you do get with a woman and you're lazy and you're bum, you can't keep that clean, she ain't going to be around you. Yeah, unless you're stupid. Yep. And then you're going to, as you get older, like I said, so much. You want to make sure you got your underwear game right. Your underwear should be nice and clean. You know, you think you're going to get some pussy. You should have nice, clean underwear on. You should be smelling good. You should um, not have on dirty clothes. Anything that anything that smells good, it don't matter. As long as it smells okay. good. You know, people ask what's good cologne, it don't matter. Why would you think it smells good? That's good cologne. Whatever you think is good cologne, that's good cologne. You put it on and it smells good. That's good cologne. You know, people say, Oh, Tom Ford or Bond nine. Shit, I know some some cheap shit that smells good. Yeah. All right. All right. You know? Yeah. As long as you as long as you, at least you smell good. You know, keep your hair cut, keep always grooming is everything. Yeah. You know, you know, keep yourself together and and keep your teeth floss. Make sure you floss, keep your teeth um, clean, keep always keep a pack of gum in your car, always keep Listerine in your car, you know, you want all those things. You want to keep that in your glove compartment or in your armrest. You always have a pack of gum, small bottle of Listerine, small bottle of cologne. So you pull up somewhere, you spray your hands, put a little on your neck, or put Carmex on your lips so your lips not driving, you're talking to someone. Uh, sip on a little Listerine, spit it out, and bam, going about your business. All those things are important. Yeah. Just little, just little things. I'll get that for the new car when I get it. Yep. And always keep your car clean. Don't have a lot of shit in the backseat of your car. Don't have McDonald's wrappers and all that kind mm-hmm. of shit on the floor. And don't have a lot of shit in your trunk. Okay, okay. Yeah, don't, uh, don't never have a lot of shit in your trunk. When somebody get in your car or you open your trunk and it looks chaotic. Because that, that's the sign of you ain't got your shit together if you do that. And keep your credit good and save your money. So right now, if I'm mistaken, you got anywhere between 1500 to $4,000 in your bank account. Yeah, you could say that. Yep, so... The goal here is to save, say hello to females, and I guarantee you start saying hello and saying hi. Nothing more than that. And your your confidence will grow. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm going to take that and run with it. You're right about that. Yeah, just say hi. Shit, bitch might talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm get, I'm getting better ready. I just gotta keep putting myself out there. My boys be telling me so. Yeah, you say hi. How you doing? With a smile. Hi. How are you? Have a good day. Hi. You look amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that hotel move you was talking about earlier too. Yeah, find out some hotels in your area. You know, so you know, so if you ever play, get your move, you know, you're like shit. I got a hundred dollars. I got this. I got two hundred. And all this kind of shit. Or you want to do a weekend, find out how much it costs for the weekend, and you got a date, you know, take out to eat dinner, and just say, hey, you know, I, don't, I stay with my family, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it for the weekend at this hotel. Why don't you come kick it with me? And boom, you got the whole weekend there. But just don't get nobody fucking pregnant. Nah, that's not in the plans. Yeah, don't do that. You only got up 1500 to 4000 in the bank. You have a baby. You will be miserable. Yeah, I don't need that right now. Yeah, you will be miserable, yo. Okay? Yeah. Sorry I took so long to get back with you, but I like the conversation that we have had, and um, it's a quality phone call. It's a quality interview. I appreciate that a lot, for real, for real. 
You're welcome, family, and I wish you the best. And like I said, when you start having doubts, you have issues, you listen to this episode for the rest of your life, I guarantee it will motivate you. Guarantee it. Nah, I am. I can't believe I'm really about to be. I listen to you every Monday, bro. I can't believe I'm about to be on your podcast. It's surreal right now. Yes, sir. I'm going to put you up on this Monday, so you'll hear it. And you'll be listening to your car. And if you don't want nobody to know your business, don't say nothing. You know, just keep it for yourself. But um, I think this phone call has been very productive. It has. I appreciate you. Like I said, I really do appreciate you as a comedian, but more importantly as a man. And not having a father, I appreciate the game you really give out here. You got it, my man. Anytime. Now you got my number, too. So any issues, just call me. Just lock this number in. Or call me when you got something to talk about. You know, I'm a busy dude. Uh, definitely. I'll keep in touch with you. Okay, fam. I wish you the best, okay? All right, thanks. Have a good night. All right, you too, fam. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more. Visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.